Welcome to the Daily Creed, where we help you break your limited beliefs that are holding you back from being a personal and professional success when you master the five character traits of commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline. You will have the power to dominate your industry and live the life you desire. And now, helping you to grow in every aspect of your life, your host, J.R. Spear. J.R. Spear. J.R. Spear. Welcome, everyone, to another episode on our Daily Creed podcast show. And today we have Adam McChesney. He is a serial entrepreneur based in St. Louis, Missouri, originally a medical device sales rep. He transitioned into entrepreneurship full time in the midst of the pandemic in July 2020. Leaving a comfortable and secure job during uncertain times has brought a lot of challenges along the way. And Adam went from making over 2K working a well-known CPAP manufacturer to take a chance and bet on himself. He was tired of going through the motions and always knew that there was something more to life. Other than just money and nice things, having the entrepreneur bug and opportunity to go into digital marketing full-time seemed like the right move. Since going out on his own, Adam has leveraged his skill set of digital marketing to grow multiple companies at this point. He is the owner and partner of Height Digital St. Louis and owner of Auto Glass Repair of St. Louis. Height Digital St. Louis is now a seven-figure digital marketing agency, a member of the Inc. 5000 at at number 868, and was awarded Future 50 St. Louis, an award that's given to the fastest-growing companies in the city. Obstacles along the way have included overcoming criticism and doubt from many for for leaving corporate America and making the transition from sales rep to CEO. Welcome, Adam. That's an impressive resume, and I'm excited <laughs> about having you on our show. So thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So the big question I always ask everyone, what are you doing in today's world to make an impact? So my purpose and mission in life is to impact as many people as I possibly can. I actually made a post about that yesterday, being addicted to that. And that happens in a multitude of fashions, whether that's directly in their business through digital marketing and how we help businesses grow, or if it's personally through my personal brand and the content that I produce. And, and it's been one of the leverage points. I know we've talked about that before of personal branding and, and the way I produce my content has resonated with a lot of entrepreneurs, but really any individual out there that reads my content. So my purpose is having meaningful conversations, producing meaningful content, and then working with business owners that specifically want to better the world. They want to create more opportunities for themselves, for their teams, for their customers. And I like talking with business owners that have that type of of goal set and mission and core values in mind because that's that's what my basis of everything that I do is. And then I also know that not everybody is going to be a client of mine, you know, for one reason or another. But I don't want to just focus on how we can grow our business. I want to give back to people and through my content, help them understand what's possible. Hmm. You know, I went from being in medical device sales, before I was in medical device sales, I got a job right out of college, working at a company that I interned with in college and realized six months in, I I didn't know what I was doing or why I was working. And it became the, to the point where I just, I quit and I didn't have a backup plan. So I moved into my parents' basement for six months. It's when I first actually met my, my wife. So she's seen literally this, this entire stuff come full circle. 
but I thought I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Then I tried different things, couldn't make anything stick. And then I got into corporate America, worked my way up there, uh, most notably at ResMed, uh, making $200,000 a year in my first full year and just having a lot of success along the way. But I realized quickly is that those things are just minor details in the road of life. And so I wanted to truly make an impact in a different way, which is why I became an entrepreneur and I started pursuing this full time because I have so much to give. I have a very unique story as everybody has their own unique story. But with every conversation I have, with every post I make, with every business owner I talk to, I want them to leave that conversation better off than when we came into that conversation, whether or not we do business together or not. So my impact and what my mission is and what I'm committed to is derived upon many different things. Yeah. So you're in the digital marketing space. And so content is a really big thing. But I love the fact that you said that you want to make an impact to help other people through your content and things like that. But you didn't even bring that back to your business. So as you were talking about that, if the listeners were noticing it, it really showed me your heart of why you're doing what you're doing in the first place, because it's always about serving first. And it, it took me a long time as an entrepreneur to really understand that but that is a powerful statement that if the listeners weren't listening to that very carefully what you did you didn't say hey i'm leveraging my content that i do on social media to help me grow my business no you're saying hey mm -hmm. i'm leveraging my content in a very particular way to make an impact and so when we're learning to when we're serving our community with the content that we do anything that we publish and put out there and we need to look first ask learn, learn to lean in from a servant's heart versus, okay, what's in it for me, but what can I do to impact other people? So what, what, when did, when did that journey actually start with your content and what kind of content do you actually put out there to make an impact and why do you do that? So there's three questions. When did you start? Yeah, what kind of absolutely. Do what do you do to make it? And what, what kind of content are you doing to make an impact? Yeah. And so to even kind of go back to what you talked about as well, before I answer those questions is the byproduct of doing it the way I've done it has also grown my company and been the catalyst for all of our growth, which is the yeah. amazing thing. Not necessarily what I thought it was going to happen, but when they, as you mentioned, when you do things for others, it will come back to you tenfold. But when I started, it was back in August of 2020. So it was one month into entrepreneurship. And I tried to literally grow my business like every other digital marketer did, which is basically creating a spam profile on social media, turning everything that you're doing into a cold sales pitch, the profile picture, the cover photo, like the bio, the whole 10 yards, and then spamming people with my offer and my services and all these different things. And, and quickly, I realized like that's not what I wanted to do. And I also came from medical device sales where I was competing with one other company. So when I got into digital marketing, I was competing with hundreds of thousands of options that were out there, which you know, I have to find a way to differentiate myself. And it's really hard to do that. So personal branding and content was one way for me to have a vehicle to be able to do that. And I started in August 2020. And what I was able to really do is essentially grow my skill set through storytelling. Mm -hmm. And so the reason why I do it in the way that I do it is because at the end of the phone or the computer, whoever's reading my content, my ideal audience and the people I want to impact are people that want to grow, people that are entrepreneurs, people that just want a better life. And they're not interested in a sales pitch, even though they might need my services or they might need my services in six or 12 months from now. 
they want a story to be told with them. And that's what people resonate because at the end of the day, we're all human and not enough people interact like humans on social media. It's more of a cold sales pitch with every other post and people just don't resonate with that. So what I've been able to do is talk about my journey, my life as an entrepreneur, talk about the ups and downs, the failures, the successes, the good things and the bad. But even when I'm talking about my digital marketing stuff, I'm always talking bigger picture. So I might be telling a story about a client that switched over to us after working with other marketing agencies for years, getting taken advantage of, no results, no communication, the whole nine yards, right? But then they switched over to us and six months in, we rebuilt their website, they're ranking on Google, they're growing their business. They've been able to obviously see a return on investment. Instead of just saying, hey, we 10 x so-and-so's business, but by telling a story, they're able to connect and be like, man, if I just worked with Adam, maybe I could have some of those issues solved because right now I'm working with the marketing company that doesn't respond to me. They don't provide me any sort of reporting. I don't even know what money's getting spent. And so I like to tell a story with everything that I do. And it resonates with people, which has allowed me to not only make a bigger impact, but separate myself and truly become the authority in the digital marketing space when people are looking for a quality company that fits our ideal client mold. Yeah. So th- that's that's really good. And so I I, I was I was I was kind of chuckling at, at the comment that you said that like, people just don't follow up and and respond. And, uh, you know, I just find that very ironic and, and kind of crazy because, you know, we work so hard for every lead that we do. We work hard with uh, the content that we put out there and, and all, all the work that we do, whether they do organic or whether they do paid traffic, there's still work that gets put into it. And then when they finally get the leads and gain attention of people and people are actually reaching out to them for help, they don't respond. And so yeah. I just I just find that I'm in the situation right now. And it's act, it's actually a good friend of mine where they I was expecting to have something done last week. And I still don't even have an answer on getting the project done that I need done. And they don't they're like, oh, we're waiting on this information. I said, just, just tell me what you need and I'll give it to you so I can get this moving on. And it's more about them. I'm like, do they not want business? And it's just, uh, it's crazy because that's kind of like the world that we live in. It's like, okay, are you guys just too busy and you don't want any more business or are you just really that bad at what you do? And, you know, and it's probably why you're still stuck. So I, I find that oh, funny, yeah. but, uh, I, I wanted, I wanted to kind of move on and talk a little bit about your business itself because you're doing some really cool things. And I've had the opportunity to watch, watching it for a while. You're part of our business leaders network community and you're you're making a huge impact from being able to connect with a lot of people there. And you're speaking at our event. So depending on when this goes out there, you know, I, I plan on having, you know, this goes live and people actually hear this episode. You're going to be speak, one of our keynote speakers at our business leaders network. And we're going to be doing a bunch of other events that uh, I definitely would love to have you there, mainly because I love how you, how you just draw people in and you you follow through and do what you say you're going to do. And, and to me, that just speaks volume. Like when you when you're saying, hey, you got to interact and build relationships with people. Honestly, you're the first person that's interacting with me and connecting with me and and really bringing people in together. And that you you do what you say. But the big question I want you to start diving into right now is what makes you different, and why do people buy you? Yeah, absolutely. So the the big thing goes kind of back to what you were saying is the practice what you preach aspect to this. So before. I joined Height Digital and partnered with them. I'm an owner partner over there, and I've been a partner since April of 2021. I started building up all of my own businesses and multiple businesses that I still own from digital marketing stuff. I created an auto glass company that we launched in January of 2021, 100% from SEO. We are the number one ranking Google business listing, the number one website 
We outrank SafeLight's website, Glass Doctor's website, all of the things that we tell our clients, hey, give us money because we believe this is best for your company. I've already done that, not only in our digital marketing company, where we're on the first page of Google, which speaks volumes because that's what every digital marketing company is trying to do, but in other service-based businesses. So people resonate with that, that I have case studies in actual businesses where my own skin is in the game. And I've also had a ton of growing pains in that company. I've created a landscape design company that we already sold uh, last summer from search engine optimization and paid advertising. Again, doing all of the things that people hire us to do. So I've literally created businesses out of nothing on the backbone of what we do for our clients. So if a client already has an existing business or a brand, they can resonate with the fact that we are a potential right fit to help them grow because I started companies from scratch. So the practice what you preach in digital marketing and marketing specifically, but really with any product or service that we sell, you should be able to implement that and you should be doing that already in your own businesses or in your own life if it's a product or a B2C type of situation because that's what speaks volumes. So many people in this world are selling something that they wouldn't utilize themselves. They wouldn't hire themselves. If you truly ask them, if you cornered them in a room, they wouldn't do it because they don't believe in it. I believe in everything that that we do. And that's why I produce so much content around what we do, how we do and how we benefit people, because I've literally started companies, created close to 20 jobs at this point between two different companies. And I didn't know first thing about autoglass or lands, landscape design. Like I still don't. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I want to kind of give some pushback on this and, and want to get your take on it. Do you really think it's not, uh, or it's about like them not believing in what they do, or they just don't have the confidence or the experience to navigate through the problems that may come up with it? Because the reason why I bring this up, because I, I have conversations like this all the time, especially in the coaching world and whatever it may be. And I'll, I'll tell you, I, I'm right with you about practicing what you preach. But so from the from the marketing standpoint, so many people want to start an advertising agency or a marketing business or whatever it may be because they read the Russell Brunson books. But they have zero yeah. exper- experience about knowing how to actually do it, how to navigate problems, how to help the clients when a problem actually arises. So therefore, they freeze, they hide, and they stop responding to their clients because they still know how to handle the situation. And that that's a yeah. huge issue in the entrepreneur world because you people are so great at sales and manipulating people to buy in what you do. And in the end, they suck because they don't not help the clients to get to where they want to go. So like when people ask me, it's like, hey, what makes me different? Well, it's always about me, but it's, all, it's also because of the 15 to 20 plus years of experience that I have and working in business and building businesses and going through all the trials and tribulations that I went through that got me to where I'm at today. So when I have a client that has a problem and they they need help to navigate through it, more than likely, I either experienced it myself or I walked another client through that sometime in the past 15 plus years of me being in business. So I, I kind of want your take on that. Is it more about the belief or do you think it's more about the confidence of them actually being able to help their clients get through the crap that they're going through. I would say it's a case by case basis and probably a case by case basis based on the industry. So for digital marketing, for example, one of the questions that I always get is, Adam, if you're so good at doing digital marketing, why wouldn't you go start a company in X, Y, and Z industry and just be my competitor and start a company if you're so good at it? If you if, yeah. if you say you're going to do everything. Okay, awesome. I've already done it with an auto glass repair company and I actually... Uh, started and, and sold a landscape design business. You want to you want to see all the, the the you know the actual efforts for all that stuff, and people are like, wow. But most digital marketers that you go to, you're like, hey, like why wouldn't you do it themselves? And they freeze. 
because they're like, man, I'm not even doing my own digital marketing. So there's digital marketers crazy enough that are out there that don't have a functional website that aren't doing SEO on their own website that aren't doing paid ads on their own website. So if I'm going to sell something to someone, I'm going to be doing that in my own businesses. Mm, yeah. And when when I tell people if they're local or even if they're not local to St. Louis, I say, go type in digital marketing St. Louis. You'll see the organic first page results. We are number two behind Clutch, which is yeah. a online directory. We've outranked companies that have been in St. Louis doing digital marketing for almost as long as I've been alive. Mm. That's their bread and butter too. We're just better at it. And so that speaks volumes when I can tell someone on the other side, go do that. And then also do the auto glass stuff. And then also do the landscape stuff. It speaks volumes. So I think to your, to answer your question, I think a little bit of it is kind of both. I, I think definitely segmented, obviously based on what their service is, yours being a completely different service than digital marketing. I think when it comes to me and digital marketing, where I have so much authority is that we're already doing this in our other businesses and it works and and they want to find someone that can actually back up what they're selling. Yeah. It, it, and it kind of brings to the point of like, what, you know, why did you choose? Well, answer this question. Why did you choose to go the franchise model with uh, high digital marketing versus just doing it, you know, going off and do it yourself? Because I know that you did it yourself, but uh, it, it brings to the point almost like we, we we're just talking about right now. If like you're, you're by hiring the franchise, you're being part of that franchise model or whatever. You're bringing the experience. You're bringing the backing of the people plus the team of the people to really help you with it. I mean, kind of, kind of break that down real quickly about why you decided to yeah. make that decision for going to a franchise. Model. Yeah, absolutely. So everything that we sell today, other than logos and our CRM system, are things that I've already done and built from the ground up. So I used to build websites. I used to do, do all the SEO. I used to do all the paid ads. So as we were growing our company, when I went full-time in July, 2020, I was doing all of the work and I'm great at doing the work, but I'm also a visionary guy and I really am not good at processes and systems. That's why I have an integrator in my agency now to circle and dial me in. But with every single client that we were bringing on, I was essentially reinventing the wheel. So the results were there, the projects were there, but I was at capacity. And then I try to build out teams. I try to hire virtual assistants. I worked with white label companies. Like I tried literally everything and I realized I didn't enjoy doing that. Mm -hmm. So when the franchise model came up, I had already had a buddy that was a franchise owner in Austin, Texas. And he's like, hey man, uh, I saw you post in, in one of our groups, some of these struggles that you were having. Like I had those same struggles and I merged with height in like, overnight, a lot of those struggles are in this franchise model. I'm like, there's, there's literally no way. And then I got on a call and I was like, oh my gosh, they have, you know, at the time it was only about a hundred full-time team members. Now we're up to close to 200, uh, since then a, a year and a half later, manage about $2 million a month in ad spend, have specialists in everything that we do. So have all the amazing things that comes with working a lot with a large marketing agency, but the franchise model allows me to still run my own business within the larger business, providing all the things that I like to provide. So the sales and the prospecting, the networking, all of those things. I was never going to be able to grow my company to where we're at today as quickly as I did it. I could have done it. It probably would have taken me. I would I've I've mapped this out. It probably would have taken me about five or six years to do it on my own. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to build all of those processes and systems. I didn't want to build and hire all of those team members to be able to do it because I didn't want to sacrifice what had gotten me there, which yeah. I have people knocking on my door saying, Adam, we want to do business with you and we're willing to pay what you're worth, but I couldn't handle the extra fulfillment. So I was just turning money down and I also wasn't great at scaling a company. 
So I've learned a lot since then, but I didn't want to, I didn't want the customer to suffer because I had such a good thing going and I wanted to continue to do that, which has also been a key catalyst, but our company can grow however, which way we want to do without sacrificing that I can bring on one new client or last month we brought on 17 and I don't have to worry about hiring X amount of SEO specialists, X, X amount of uh, paid ad specialists. So what we're doing is really unique in this space because we're the only agency that operates in a franchise model. Yeah, that's powerful. I love that. I, I want to move on to like this next question, big question that I have is, and it, it boils down to paid versus free traffic. And, you yep. know, there's always like for me, I don't typically do any type of paid traffic and I build everything organically. But I'm not against paid traffic. I just don't do it myself. What is your take on the paid and free traffic? And then when do you recommend someone to actually switch to convert over to paid traffic? So most of our clients are service-based businesses, whether they're contractors, lawyers, dentists, chiropractors, et cetera. That's, that's pretty much the space that, that we operate in for our clientele. Organic traffic takes longer because it's essentially building out your digital real estate. So things like adding more pages to your website, writing blogs, doing backlinks, et cetera. But the return on investment long-term is through the roof. So our average client will get a, uh, last year, got a return on investment on their SEO at like 11.66 X, the return on investment for SEO. Some people have been as high as, you know, 60, 70 X return on investment. Doesn't happen overnight, right? So it's building that out over time. We recommend people always doing SEO because it's like going to the gym. If you go to the gym for six months and then you stop, you're better off today than you were when you started, but that will quickly deteriorate over time. Hmm. With paid traffic, the return on investment, depending upon the industry and the product or whatever they're selling, will always tend to be about four to six X because you have to pay ad spend, you have to pay per click, you have to pay per lead, what have you. And then you're also paying, you know, an agency, for example, to manage that. So there's a barrier to growth to see more return on investment. Now you can double your ad spend and not necessarily double your return on investment. You can grow, you know, let's just say you're spending $10,000 a month. You want to grow it to 20. You'll still be able to four to six X that, but it's not going to go from four X to 10 X because of the bandwidth paid traffic. A lot of our clients will do that in the beginning while the organic stuff is building up as we're ranking all of the pages to the first page of Google, because we can get to the first page of Google, for example, or we can get in front of a consumer on Facebook immediately. That's immediate stuff. But that's kind of like a, a take, like a get uh, rich quick scheme or take a magic pill to lose all this weight. I like to compare all of this stuff to the gym. So that's great, but it's not going to be a long-term solution to a bigger problem that your organic stuff just isn't there. So most of the time we're educating and talking with people on organic. The same thing goes on social media. Most of my clients come from my organic social media. We do some paid ads here and there, but it doesn't take off or provide the return on investment like my organic profiles uh, or business profiles will do. Depending upon the industry, you there's going to be different sets of KPIs in terms of when you want to convert organic traffic to paid. And it's really just based on like, what is the value or the lifetime value of that customer? Someone selling a hundred thousand uh, dollar a year, you know, project or software or solution or service or whatever, you might not need as many people in that organic pipeline in order to start converting paid traffic. But if you sell a $200 widget, you're going to have to have a lot more organic people to start remarketing and retargeting and doing all that stuff. So it's not necessarily so black and white, but I always recommend people really building up that machine on the organic side, whether it's through search engines or whether it's through social media, because that's going to be your best return on investment long term. It's an asset that you have that 
the algorithms sure are going to change. But when you have that stuff there, you have that stuff there. What do you recommend for like an ad spend for, let's just say someone's starting out? Cause I know it's always different for someone that's established and they just have endless amount of money for the marketing, but to be able to get a return on their investment, ROAS, whatever, whatever you want to call it. What, what, what is that dollar amount that you say, Hey, you know what? We're testing out a new offer. We're diving into pay traffic. We got SEO already working and, and moving in, in that direction before you even test and figure out that the offer is going to work for the ads. What is a good you know amount that you recommend for your clients to spend? Most of our clients are starting out spending between three and $6,000 a month. That'll depend okay. on the industry, depend on the time of year. Like obviously a lot of our contracts or clients right now are dwindling things down because people just aren't buying their services. But most of the time throughout the prime times of the year, most of our clients are starting there. And then once we analyze the campaigns, whether it's Google, social media, et cetera, we're a bit, we're building it up from there. Okay. Very cool. Love that. All right. The big question that I ask every single person when they come on our show is what is your creed? Meaning what is the one thing that you're most committed to? They be resilient even through the most difficult times showing up every day, giving your best and having the mental and physical discipline to complete your mission. So Adam, I asked the same thing. What is your creed? So I am the commitment to and in purpose behind living a whole well-rounded life. And what that means is at different areas in my life, I've really focused on things like health and fitness. I focused on business. I focused on my marriage and relationships. And then I focused on my faith. But what my mission and my focus, my commitment is, is to connect all those things together every single day. So I declared that commitment back in July 20 of 21. And I've been very focused on analyzing my life and making decisions and either saying yes or saying no based on that commitment. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to live a life and look back on my legacy as Adam was so successful in business, but he let everything else fall by the wayside. Or Adam was you know, very good in his faith, but he had a really bad marriage. Like I don't want that to be any sort of aspect of how people look at me. So I want it to be all connected and I want me to be making decisions, either saying yes or saying no based on that commitment. Yeah, it's so good. We got to have vision and purpose and even just like core values that leads us to get us to where we want to go. So, I mean, you answered that perfectly. I love that. And um, you're definitely a living testament of it. I can see it from your daily actions and what you're doing. So that's really, really cool. All right, man. So before we got on the show, we talked about like you a giveaway for people to kind of get connected with you. They're a service-based industry or whatever it may be, or they just need help with marketing. You offer a free audit and that can definitely show them a plan that can ultimately 10x their marketing plan to to grow their business 10 times 10 great 10 times greater. Can you explain what that is and how can they take advantage of this free audit that you give them? Yeah, absolutely. So you can head over to adammcchesney.com and you'll be, fill out a contact form there. We'll reach out and schedule that audit. We have the audit in two different formats. So the first part of the audit is a quick four to five minute video where we're analyzing your current online presence with your website, your Google business listing, taking a look at your local competitive market, showing you and explaining why some of your top competitors are where they are. And then most of the time we have clients that we're already working with in that same space across the country. And then we'll show you our actual leads dashboard and our process to show real-time leads and return on investment. So you can get a taste of what it is that we're going to be able to do and help. The entire in-depth strategy deck proposal PDF audit is something that we just put together. Uh, normally takes about 45 minutes for us to go through that with you if you're interested but that will kind of outline everything that we talk about in the video, but put up action and a plan behind that. So the video kind of gets you excited about, hey, wow, okay, these guys know what they're talking about. 
They understand where I'm currently at online. They normally resonate with, okay, they understand who my competitors are from an online standpoint, but that's all great. But what's the plan that actually goes behind it? So that's where we would go into that second phase. Very cool. And for all you listeners out there, we'll post that website link in the show notes so that way you guys, if you're listening to this while you're driving and you're not able to look at it, you can go back, click on the link and you'll be able to go from there. So Adam, thank you so much for being on today's show. Do you have any of the last minute notes that you'd like to leave the audience with? Yeah, I appreciate you having me. It was a great time. You know, I think the biggest thing is just do what makes you happy. I think so often as we we start talking about entrepreneurship and start talking about where I should go in any certain direction is people don't understand what truly makes them happy and what their purpose in life is. If you can get connected with your purpose and then truly what makes you happy, everything else really doesn't matter to a degree. And so you need to focus. You need to make sure that what you're doing on a daily basis, that mission, that purpose, that was what gets you up in the morning is something that truly makes you happy. Life is very short and we don't need to be doing stuff consistently, right? We're always going to have to do stuff that we're not super, super excited about. Like, I don't love going to the gym. I don't love eating healthy all the time, but I have to do those things. But when I'm doing my daily work, when I'm producing my content, when I'm working with my team, when I'm working with our clients, I, I am truly happy. And that's what gets me up in the morning. That's what drives me to move forward and do all these things. So make sure whatever it is that you're doing, as you're listening to this podcast, make sure that you're happy doing it and make sure that you have a purpose behind it. Love that. Well, there you go, guys. Make sure you follow through and you guys connect with Adam. Take advantage of that free audit that he has. And uh, thank you again, Adam, for being on today's show. And until next time, simplify. Thank you for listening to the Daily Creed Podcast Show with J.R. Spear. If you want to get more leads and grow your business, head over to fitprofunnels.com to get your free gift today. That's fitprofunnels.com. And to connect with J.R. online, check him out on Facebook at jr.spear.3. Or feel free to join the Facebook group at Fit Pro Funnels. And you can also find them on Instagram at jr.spear. 